Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 15 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast for issue 2020-47, released on November 23rd, 2020. This week's issue was curated by John Calder, with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. Whether you are working on a project solo or with a team, there is always one other entity that could use a little help when maintaining analysis projects, and that is Future You. A great way to be nice to Future You is to build a robust set of unit tests applied in a variety of situations, such as our package development, data verification, application development, and likely much more. Some tests can be quite basic, while others are complex enough to require additional scripts to prepare the environment or create temporary artifacts in the file system. Mael Salman has written another top-notch article on the RHub blog with a great set of principles to help you organize supporting files in your R packages that leverage the test that package while still adhering the best practices with file organization. Mael shares the nuances of how the DevTools package will load or not load supporting testing scripts when refreshing the package environment and how they are executed before tests are performed. Additionally, another nugget of wisdom is to leverage the temp area of the operating system's file structure for files that are easily created or deleted through code and how to refer to static files that are not so easily replicated via code. Like other articles on RHub, the inspiration for this article was a previous thread on the RStudio community platform showing another illustration of open source dialogue for the win. With the current COVID-19 worldwide pandemic, conference organizers around the world have been challenged like never before to keep everything intact while adapting to the new normal for at least this year. Fortunately, in the R community, we have seen a batch of successful conferences this year that have gone completely virtual, and the National Health Service R2020 conference was no exception. The conference was held for the entire week of November 9th through 13th, and both the workshops and conference talks are now available for on-demand viewing on their NHSR YouTube channel. For those not familiar, the NHSR community was founded in 2018 to promote the use of R within the NHS in the United Kingdom in their efforts to analyze their vast amounts of healthcare data using open source technology. On the NHSR community blog, Gary Hudson shares his takeaways and links to various talks that resonated with him. The conference consisted of a wide variety of talks covering different parts of data science and R, including how computer vision can aid clinicians to detect anomalies within medical imaging, using Shiny for decision modeling, why code quality matters when working in a team environment, and much more. As someone whose day job heavily involves using R in the health field, it is gratifying to see R playing such an important role in addressing such important questions and helping scientists in this challenging field harness such rapidly increasing data sets to lead to better quantitative decisions and insights.
Moving on to our third highlight for today. If there's one constant in the world of sports, it's that injuries are a fact of athletic life. Yours truly has had his fair share of bodily impacts throughout the years. Sometimes it is quite obvious why an injury occurs. Like when I broke my right arm at age 12 during a basketball game when an opponent shoved me in midair and I landed in the worst possible way. Not that I have a vivid memory of that incident or anything. But are there analytical techniques to find other underlying physical or psychosocial factors to predict occurrence of injuries in athletes? Harry Fisher, data scientist in Cardiff, Wales, dedicated his PhD thesis to investigating how stress-related factors were related to injury occurrence based on a sample of over 350 athletes recruited from British universities and local sports clubs. On his recent blog post, Harry shares the application of a technique called Bayesian Networks via the BN Learn package to investigate this research question. So what exactly is a Bayesian network? Harry gives a practical explanation of the way it can help answer questions, like if the athlete spends low amounts of hours training and has experienced unfortunate life events, what is the probability that they will experience an injury? The post is full of example code and complete with a link to the entire source data set that he collected for his dissertation starting with defining the logical pathways between the different explanatory variables, which are all summarized nicely in the blog post. The post has great summaries of the different probabilities that he's generated. And to take the high-level summary here, it looks like the athletes that have some kind of high combination of training hours, muscle stiffness, and poor balance have a much higher risk of injury than those athletes that are in the opposite side of things. It's in- interesting to see Bayesian methodologies used to generate such intuitive answers with a great R package that's wrapping a lot of those complex details for you. Harry's post concludes of a bonus visualization using the BN Viewer package, which is built on top of the highly powerful Viz Network package for visualizing dynamic network visualizations in an interactive HTML widget. Well, I don't have plans to play much basketball pickup games anymore, but it's nice to know that if I ever take athletic sports again full-time, who knows if that's likely, that there's some nice techniques involved to figure out what might be the highest risk for getting an injury. And those are our weekly highlights for this issue. As always, this issue is jam-packed with additional resources for your R viewing pleasure, such as more resources on learning R, looking at the mathematics and statistics of disease outbreaks, and producing animated maps of ships traveling from the 1700s, and yes, much more. And again, I'd like to express my sincere thanks to everybody that's tuning into this podcast. We are rapidly approaching a huge milestone of 1,000 downloads worldwide. And we greatly appreciate it spreading the word out on social media or other channels as that is one of the best ways to spread awareness of this very podcast. Have a great week and we will be back with another batch of highlights next week.